Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs Quick Pump, a mini show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. You can follow the show on Instagram at Action Movie Buffs and me personally at Shani B Movies. Today, I'm talking about the 1988 action comedy Midnight Run, starring Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin. If you haven't seen it yet, it's about a bounty hunter trying to transport a former mafia accountant to L.A. while avoiding a rival bounty hunter, the FBI, and a Las Vegas mobster. It has a lot, and I love it. This movie is great. It was a blind spot of mine. I had always wanted to see it. I thought maybe I had seen parts of it, but I hadn't, and it was a great blind spot to cover. So fun, really great opening sequence. Reminded me a lot of the 48 Hours opening sequence, just bustling world, full of life, lots of action, lots of rough edges. Really cool score and overall vibe. A lot of that action movie stuff that you come to these movies for is here right out the gate over-the-top stuff, silly police work, really great characters, really fun story, really great way of telling it. Just so much in this movie that I think I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy as much. Let's start with the performances. This movie is starring Robert De Niro playing Jack Walsh, an ex-cop who's a really badass bounty hunter now. And he's got this mean streets energy, but a smirk on his face that is comedic and, and fun. He is always smoking on the job, just nonstop. He's always setting a watch his ex-wife gave him for always being late. And he is unapologetically himself. He talks shit right to the FBI. He picks locks and he breaks into people's houses to, to find the perps he's after. And he just kind of does whatever he wants. And De Niro playing this character is, it tracks perfectly. Opposite of him is Charles Grodin, the other star of this movie, who is the best ever in Beethoven. Um, you know, he's the dad, he's stern and stuff, but it was great seeing him here play John Mardukas or the Duke, as everyone in the story calls him. And he's just such a great, understated kind of character, sort of doing a Jason Bateman thing and kind of playing a straight man who also captures some satire and absurdity at the same time. He's even playing, you know, an organized crime accountant, which I found to be pretty a pretty fun parallel with him and Jason Bateman. He's so great in this. There's such a good scene where he pretends to be afraid of flying and he just does such a goofy performance to get the attention of the flight attendants and the pilot and get them kicked off of what was supposed to be a really awesome first class flight out to L.A. with lobster and steak. And they get kicked off and they have to go find a train. So this movie has a lot of fun hijinks going from location to location with these two guys who are exact opposites. And Grodin is just such a funny counter to De Niro in this. And everywhere they go is, is so funny. Even later, Charles Grodin pretends to be an FBI agent to help them get some money at a local bar. And his the way he does that scene is so silly. You know, he's like, are you Red? Who owns this bar? And he notices the man does not have red hair. And there's like a pause and he's sort of like, do you dye your hair? So it's just a lot of straight comedy or silly comedy that you that you want in a movie like this. And Grodin delivers it. So does De Niro couple other people here we got joey pants he was in all movies back in the day and he is here in this one playing a bail bondsman kind of guy 
just the exact character he has always played, little slimy dude who's playing the bounty hunters kind of against each other, not really wanting to give anybody their money, but also totally stressed out and putting the pressure on De Niro to get back and get his paycheck. Also, we've got John Ashton, who's from Beverly Hills Cop. That's where I knew him from. He is playing the rival bounty hunter, Marvin. It's fun watching him sort of play this more rough, grimy character in this story. He hangs with Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop, but he he's a nice cop. He's a good cop. He's a Beverly Hills cop. So here in this movie, he's much harder. And it is really funny to to just see him here and to see him in another action comedy in the 80s. As our mobster, we have Dennis Farina playing Jimmy Serrano, and he's doing exactly what you need him to do. His amazing signature Chicago wise guy accent is on display fully. He's nailing this kind of character of the mob boss who really wants to cover up his tracks and take this guy out. He's scary, funny, and great. He's all the things you want him to be. And lastly, I'll mention Yafet Kodo, one of my favorite guys from the original Alien. He is here playing the FBI guy that Jack runs in with when he's trying to transport the accountant and Jack steals his ID and then basically is impersonating him the rest of the movie using his badge everywhere they go. And he's just so funny on the trail trying his best to keep his cool, but people always teasing him about the fact that the person they just saw was using his name and they all kind of know he stole his badge. And it's it's an extra little nugget here that's a lot of fun and you want in a movie like this because it's all supposed to be pretty silly, even though it's gritty and grounded. There needs to be that levity there. And he does a great job being another force to put pressure on De Niro, but in a completely different way than the one Joey Pants is doing or the one Jimmy Serrano might be trying to do too. The wise guys are pretty great in this too. There's a couple of wise guys on on their trail that are pretty fun. In terms of the filmmaking, the writer behind all these great characters is George Gallo, and he did the story for Bad Boys and the screenplay for the whole 10 yards, which I like the whole nine yards. The whole 10 yards is pretty good too, but I know that it wasn't as successful. So he's out here, he works, and the writing in this story feels really deliberately over the top in the best ways. It feels super authentic to the time and these guys, and it really does feel like a hang. So I think that's definitely a testament to the writing. Good comedy and hijinks in that writing, and it definitely gets the job done just being super enjoyable and a lot of fun. This film was directed by Martin Brest, who did Beverly Hills Cop, which makes a whole lot of sense because here we have John Ashton, so obviously these guys are chums. He also did Scent of a Woman and Meet Joe Black, but also Geely, so lol. Not every movie that a director does is the best one, but he did great with this. This movie is super ambitious in terms of trying to tell a story of two guys on the run from New York to L.A., having to go from planes to trains to automobiles, all that stuff in between, and really big, meaty action sequences throughout. So he did a really good job here. I loved the old school tools and espionage techniques I didn't know existed because of the way that De Niro's character operated. He had a really cool lock pick that was like a single tool, and I'd only ever been used to seeing the two. So it was really cool to just see these different styles that 
you can't know until you watch an older film. And same with when he's tapping the phone. He calls in, he listens, he connects the phone lines. It's just really cool. And I like that stuff in action movies because my favorite part of these kinds of movies is feeling like I understand these guys and I, I'm a part of this and I could do it too if I wanted. And it's just cool when you feature your main character like looking as cool as they're going to need to be for this story. <coughs> To get into the sequences specifically, the open I mentioned before is so good. It really has the exact tone that you need to know you're in for. I've been really paying attention to this at the beginning of movies because I'm trying to just be more in tune with where filmmakers start and where they're going and how stories really come across and get told. And the opening of this movie is a great preview of sort of the entire story. Jack is there. He's trying to get to someone who's jumped bail and he's almost shot. He has to fight off the other bounty hunter uh, in order to get this guy back. He then has to get Joey Pants to agree to pay him what he said he would pay him. And all that stuff is absolutely going to be happening the rest of this movie. So that sequence is just so good because it pulls no punches. Another great sequence is when they've had to get off of the plane and off of the train and this time they're taking a bus. When they get off the bus, the FBI swarms them and you think, oh shit, I guess the FBI's around. I don't really know what we're going to do from here. But then you notice that Serrano's got a bunch of guys all around with rifles, big, powerful weapons. There's a whole lot of them across this movie, which is pretty awesome. But they all just start shooting at the police. And there's like a bunch of police, a bunch of civilians. It's all very high risk shootout stuff, but it's a lot of fun. It's a really cool scene and it conveniently makes space so that... <laughs> De Niro and Grodin can slip right back away and get back to trying to get to L.A. to get De Niro's paycheck. There's a helicopter chase that also happens when Serrano's guys are waiting for them after they kind of get into a new car. There is a full chopper just chasing them down the streets. There's gunfire. They're shooting the car. Jack has to shoot it down after they went off the road and crashed into a bridge. So many cars crash into this and Jack basically shoots a helicopter down. It blows up into the side of a mountain. It's amazing. <laughs> It's hard to pick which of these sequences is the best one because there's so many. But I think if I have to pick the best, it's got to be the massive car chase that happens through the desert. It's not quite the big ending because the big ending is a little bit more like in the heat and tension and drama. But the big climactic action ending is this chase. And it's amazing. There's an enormous collection of cops waiting for him at the train station because they think they're going to be able to get them off of a freight train. But of course, our guys are smart and they jump off sooner, but the car they pick up basically gets chased to a point where there are police behind and in front, and De Niro just decides to take it off-road. It's amazing. He's in this awesome truck that they steal. They go off-roading. The driving is so impressive, and what feels like 60 cop cars are just all over the desert driving, and it's all practical. They're all moving through this stuff. They're all pursuing him throughout this chase. Several cars wreck. It's crazy how many stunts are in this movie because it just doesn't seem like it's going to be the big action-packed thing it ends up being. And to all culminate in this scene is just so impressive. I just love the details of how even as this scene is about to, to take it to the next level, the score rises and the music tries to trick you into thinking, here come the police. I guess these guys really do have to pack it in, similar to the way that the police showed up at the bus station, except De Niro is not going to be taken down. He wants that paycheck. So 
he's going to keep the chase alive. And it is great. It's definitely, I think, the best sequence overall. Just so, so good. In terms of particular stunts, there are some interesting stunts here. There is what appears to be a happy accident where the FBI guys kind of toss Jack his sunglasses and he bobbles them as he tries to catch them and the car is driving away. And I don't think it was on purpose. It really feels like it was an accident, but it's a really cool looking moment that, again, makes this movie feel very, very real. A legit stunt is during one of these sequences where they go off the road in after being pursued by the helicopter, the Duke falls into a raging river and Jack shoots down the chopper and then has to pursue him. And it really is guys floating down a river that looks pretty rough. And then it really is De Niro against a rock calling to Grodin to help him out of the water. And he does come over and help him out, but he was really in what looks like freezing cold, rushing river water. And it's pretty baller. When we discover that the Duke had lied about his fear of flying, we learn that because when, after they've been given a ride to the trading post, the Duke asks to go to the bathroom, but really he tries to steal a prop plane, and he's in the process of flying away when, for real, De Niro is hanging off this plane as it's just lifting off the ground or getting ready to. So eat your heart out, Tom Cruise. It was an amazing stunt. I couldn't believe De Niro did it. Definitely real guys doing it across the board. And then before the end of this, De Niro knocks Groton out and then pulls him out of a moving plane. So two stunt guys basically jump off of a moving prop plane, one of them pretending to be knocked out. It's such a cool stunt. It's another great grounded moment. And I, I love it, love it, love it. They also both jump onto a moving freight train. So there's a lot of stunts in here you don't even expect, like Groden's getting in on too. And it is really, really fun. The last stunt, again, I think could have been an accident, much like the sunglasses one. But when Marvin finally catches up to them, Marvin being the other bounty hunter, when he finally catches up to them right after the desert chase, he throws his car door open right into Jack as he drives by. And it really looks like he smacked that stunt guy with the car door. So I'm not sure, you know, how much of that is just in my head because it's a great stunt or not. But I have to say it. It was good. Worth a watch for sure. There aren't any kills in this movie, which I'm totally okay with. We don't need them in all action movies. In the end, Jack squares away everything with the feds by basically entrapping Serrano with a plan the Duke had but never really got to go through with. And Jack sets the Duke free. In exchange, the Duke just gives Jack some money that he'd had on him the entire time. And Jack walks off into the sunrise. It's easy. It's precise, concise. It's all the good things. It's a great movie. And I really, really enjoyed it. All right, that about wraps it up for me. Thank you for listening to Movie Buffs Quick Pump and for breaking down Midnight Run. Remember, you can follow the show on Instagram at Action Movie Buffs, and you can follow me personally on Instagram at Shani B Movies. Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you next time on Movie Buffs Quick Pump. Stay buff. Mm-hmm.